3: Personally, How the Word of God can affect a change in your life Through the ministry of Bishop Dykewid-Mills Dykewid-Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International A denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books He is also the pastor of the First Love Church A campus ministry with over 200 branches the First Love Church is a vibrant is church with young, energetic Lord, people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Daiku with Mill
0: that draws us to
4: Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you are enjoying the service? It's time for testimony. Say, Amen. How many of you here want to be wise? He said in the Give Thyself Holy Conference that one way to become wise is through the testimonies. Amen. And I believe this morning we have powerful testimonies. Please help me welcome Clara Agri to give us her testimony. Put your hands together as we welcome Clara Agri.
5: Hallelujah. My name is Clara Agri from the church in India. My testimony is about how Daddy's prophecy concerning tithing was fulfilled in my life that very day, even before I got home. We were about giving tithe and Daddy said that the tithe we were given will be multiplied by ten, by hundred, by thousand. I was sitting at the back with my baby, so I jumped and I said amen. And I turned to the person by me and I told her that I have taken this testimony personal. Before I got home, a friend approached me and he He blessed me with money. And when I took out the tithe, it was a multiple of hundred of the tithe I had given just in church that very day. (laughs) My other testimony is about how God miraculously granted my baby a visa through that is His message not by might nor by power and also by the presence of the Lord. We applied for a visa for our baby so we could go back with her in, to India. So when I went to the consulate, the consular told me that he would not grant my baby a visa because I'm on student visa. I was so sad because she's just a year and three months and I didn't want to leave her. Then the next day, my husband visited um, these Ghanaian couples in Ghana who were not allowed to take their baby with them. So we were even more discouraged. But my husband called me and said that no, daddy said it was not by might nor by power but it was by the Spirit of God. And he had preached again about the presence of God. So he believed that the presence of God would be with us. So we went, we applied for the visa, then we went. When we got to the consular, he sat us down and he told us that he had never granted this visa before. Actually, he does not give out this visa, but he's finding it difficult to say no to my baby and I. So we sat down for some time. The consular was just in his seat, and he kept saying that, I don't know why I can't say no to you. It's my job to refuse a visa, but I, I'm finding it difficult to do so. So he said he was going to look for a reason to give us the visa. Then he stretched out for the Constitution. He flipped through that he said he has a reason to give us a visa. Then he granted us a visa. Then he went along to play with my baby. He was encouraging me to stay in India. And he was telling me that... It's important that the family stays together. And I was amazed because he was the one who didn't want to. And he has never done that before. And I believe that it was because the presence of the Lord was with us. It's truly not by might, nor by power. And I want to encourage, I want to say thank you so much, Daddy. We believed in those words. We believed in that message. And as we are going that day, my husband will send me a message. It's not by might. It's not by power. And I'll respond. The presence of the Lord is with us. Thank you so much. I want to encourage all of us that the words our Father say, they are real and they are
4: alive to those who believe them. Thank you. Amen. Give the Lord a shout of praise for a powerful testimony. We have another testimony. Please help me welcome Immanuel Adbenyo to give us his testimony. Please encourage him as he comes on stage.
6: My name is Immanuel Ofori Agbenyo, first love, KNUST, and I'm in the film stars. My testimony is about how God held me through Daddy's message to move from a second-class lower to a second-class upper. I remember during... um, the Wisdom Partition Service, Wisdom 30. Daddy said that God is going to give us a boost in our life. So I believe it. And the booster, um, said we should give a booster. And I remember daddy said that the boosters are called diamonds. So I mean, when I was in third year, second semester, I dropped in my average final year, first semester, I dropped again and I was sad. So from January till the time I finished school, I've been believing God for a boost to just move to second class upper and finish school. So I remember when I got home, Through the message I was believing God I gave the booster that day And I was believing God And believing God When even the results came I was afraid to even check But I mastered courage And I checked it And when I checked it I had gotten a second class upper I want to say that I want to say that Thank you for the prayers Through WhatsApp Thank you for the grace That is in this house I want to encourage everyone To believe in the prophecies because a boost happened in my life. Amen.
4: Amen. Give the Lord a shout. I have another testimony. Help me welcome Loretto to give us her testimony. Please encourage her as she comes on stage. My name
2: is Loretto Manamela. I'm 23 years old. I'm a student of ABMTC Mampong, and I'm from South Africa. My testimony is about how daddy's preaching on the presence of God, um, delivered me from, it helped me to get over a boy that I was hung up on for a long time. <laughs> I met the boy in 2012. When we met, I wasn't saved. And we were just young and having fun. You know, like how L.P. Ida sings about high James? It was exactly that kind of relationship. So we dated for a while, and in May of 2014, I got saved, and I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior and became a born-again Christian. But we were still dating. So I was there in the church, and I kept the relationship a secret from my reverend, because I believed that I can just get him to come to church, and then he'll be saved, and we'll get married and live happily ever after. <laughs> but as I stayed in church and I grew as a Christian, I realized that the relationship wasn't helping my faith. So in February of 2015, I broke off the relationship, and I was still very much attached to him. So even though we separated physically, I, were, I was still hung up on him. Um, in Fe- October of 2015, I came to Bible school, so we stayed out of touch for a while. Now, last week, Sunday, at about 12 in the morning, I was going through Facebook, and I saw a post by this brother. And some feelings started coming back. and <laughs>
0: And I was feeling
2: sad, and I started to cry, and I was just a bucket case. And then that afternoon as we came to church, Daddy was preaching about the presence of God and how the presence of God is the only thing that can give you rest. And I remember specifically him telling us that some of you girls, you think that if only I can get brother so-and-so back in my life, I'll have rest. And he said that rest doesn't come from having John in your life. Rest doesn't come from having Kofi in your life. But it only comes from the presence of God. And I was so shocked. I actually felt like Daddy was speaking directly to me as if somebody had told him, what I was going through just a few hours earlier that morning. So I was receiving the message, and then the best part is that when we were taking communion, as Daddy prayed over us, I actually felt a knot untie in my heart. And I knew from that point that I, I had gained the strength to get over this guy, and I was free. And I know now that the Lord will send somebody, the right person at the right time, you know. So I want to, I'd like to thank daddy for his teachings and for always admonishing us to believe in the word of God that he preaches to us. And I want to encourage every one of us sitting here today to keep coming to church and keep listening to the messages on podcasts and believe especially the prophecies because the week before I was standing up and receiving a beloved and I was saying amen. So I want to thank you very much Bishop for your teachings.
4: Amen. Give the Lord a shout for a powerful testimony. Bye-bye to James. We have another testimony. Help me welcome Telly Nam to give us her testimony.
7: My name is Telly Nam Ellie. I'm in the choir instrumentalist and I'm a church planter. I think it's the Arizona. And my testimony is about how my relationship with my father improved. My relationship with him used to be just about school fees and financial needs. But then right now, my relationship with him is so good that I remember one time I even spoke to him on the phone for more than an hour. And when I think about it, I don't know what I would have been talking about. And it was was really nice talking to my father for that long time and having a meaningful conversation with him. And he advised me a lot. And it happened through the messages of Bishop. He, I remember he was pre- preaching a lot of times about we having a better relationship with our fathers. And I took that message seriously. And I decided to improve the relationship with my father. And I know my father is a very frugal person. But then I asked... I had phone problems and then I asked him for a phone and without hesitation he got me a phone and even got me an external and I praised God because it's only because of the relationship I had with him so I want to encourage all of us to take the messages seriously and take the advice practically and do it and i like to be better thank you very much Bishop for teaching us about fathers
4: Amen, give the Lord a shout how many of you are becoming wiser through the testimonies we have our final testimony. Help me welcome Ellie Chegar to give us his testimony.
1: Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Ellie Chegan, and I'm um, a student at the Bible School, Mampong Campus, and a worship star and a church planter by the grace of God. Um, my testimony is about how God delivered me from working for Pharaoh for the rest of my life um, the Bible says in 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 it says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself above the knowledge of God and bringing into um, captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ now um, growing up I always wanted to live a very comfortable life, and the work of God was the farthest thing from my mind. so the most I felt I would do was to work hard, become rich, and support the gospel financially and so that was the mind that I had but and so along these lines, I finished school in two thousand and twelve, and within a week of finishing school, I got a job and I wasn't employed for my national service, I was employed as a full-time worker, and it felt very good. And also, within the first three months of my working in that company, I received a car to use so I felt very, I was like, oh, this is what my God has for me. You know? (laughs) What else is there? So I I felt that my life was on track and heading where I wanted it to go. And I remember that it became very stressful. So I worked there for a number of years. About And in the second year of my being there, I began to feel like I was in the wrong place. Not in the wrong job, but I enjoyed the job. But I felt that there was something else that God wanted me to do. And I joined First Love Church after school. So I kept listening to the messages. And one day, Daddy was preaching about what it means to not serve God and in other words, what it means to work for Pharaoh. And I was sitting there and he was talking about how Pharaoh was a very hard taskmaster. And I, the message resonated so much within me and I don't know how, but daddy saw me sitting in the corner at CC and he called me to the front and asked me whether what he said was true or not true. And I said it was absolutely true. And I remember this was he said, such a young man, why would you say that it's absolutely true? And I began talking about how um, the work was very demanding and that it's not enough to work for eight hours to be successful. Nights, weekends, and even Sundays are not yours. And he asked me what job I did and I said that I worked in an advertising agency. And he said, Oh, I see. So, what are some of the things that you advertise? Do you advertise beer? alcohol and I hesitated for a few seconds and I said yes that's also part and then he said okay so that brings me to my next point then he went back to his notes and said that to work for Pharaoh means to build up the things of this world and on and on so after the message I couldn't shake I felt that God was the one standing there talking to me directly and I couldn't shake the feeling of being in the wrong place and using the most productive years of my life to build up A castle in the sky So But eventually um, Through his messages That conviction became stronger It took me Almost another year To finally Become fully convicted And decide to work For God Full time And I just want to thank God That he gave me wisdom To choose The best career That there is Thank you very much
4: Wow Give the Lord a shout For a powerful Testimony I told you that testimonies make us wiser and I believe that all of us have received wisdom as the testimonies have come to us. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Ida!
8: Hi James, so glad you could make it here tonight for this meeting, but can you excuse for one second, because I just need to do something before I talk to you, I know it sounds kind of funny because of the way we've been, but I want to pray first. Let us pray. Or, you know what? Let me pray. Oh God, help me. Please help me. I want to serve you. I really do. I want to follow you. Please help me. Please give me the Holy Spirit. I know that only you can make me strong. Today I have to do what is right. Because I don't want to fall into this mess again. The hour has come and the seed must fall into the ground and die. I know you have made me strong enough to do this. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
9: Amen. I had to meet you here today. There's just so many things to say. I really need to set things right. Here to speak the word of God
0: We've
9: been living in sin so long We both know it's not right This fornication can't go on just quit and say goodbye
0: I'm
9: glad we're meeting here today this relationship is wrong I've been pregnant three four times A aborting baby is just too bad. Oh, oh, oh. I feel sick because I have sinned. My hands are covered in so much blood. So long we've been together, oh, yes. but I won't be seeing you anymore. Oh no, I can't help crying as I speak. I've been crying all week long. It's time for me to take my
0: cross
9: and follow Jesus every day. Cause I have found a greater love, oh James, the love of Jesus is so. Yes, you did see you made me laugh you made me cry I just loved it be
10: Father, thanks a million for the opportunity that we have today. Please guide us by your mighty spirit. We thank you in Jesus' name for speaking to us today. We love you, Lord. We are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Lift your hands with me as we gather May your spirit be with us as we gather, may your spirit dwell within us.
0: As we gather, may we glorify your name. Knowing well that us, our hearts begin to us. we'll be blessed. Can you sing it with me As we gather May your spirit As we gather May your spirit Work with us As we gather As we gather Knowing well Knowing well That our hearts begin to us We'll be blessed because we came. We'll be blessed We'll be blessed because of the steadfast love of the Lord.
10: We are glad we are here in your presence. Let your presence affect our lives. Thank you, Jesus. What assurance? What blessing? What peace and what rest you give to us as we gather? May your spirit work within
0: us as we gather. your you.
10: presence, Jesus lead us we pray, we thank you we thank you Holy Spirit for your wonderful presence all we need is your presence in Jesus name we pray Amen you may be seated tell somebody you are going to be blessed today Tell somebody you are definitely going to be blessed today. Wow. Turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 4. And this is part 3. And the last but one part of the series on the presence of God. Next week I believe is the last one on that. But um, the presence of the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 4, verse 19. His daughter-in-law, Phinehas' wife, was with child, near to be delivered. And when she heard the tidings that the ark of God was taken, that her father-in-law and her husband were dead... She bowed herself and travailed, for pains came upon her. And about the time of her death, the women that stood by her said, Fear not, thou hast borne a son. But she answered not, neither did she regard it. Obviously, she was very weak from the labor. They didn't have caesarean section in those days. And she named the child Ichabod saying, the glory is departed from Israel because the ark of God was taken and because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, the glory is departed from Israel because the ark of God is taken. Alright? Now, The glory of God is the presence of God. If you turn with me to Exodus chapter 33, Exodus 33. Can you hear me clearly? Please forgive us all the things we don't have. They are all improving gradually. Better sound is coming. Amen. Now, it says, um, Moses prayed, amen, in Exodus chapter 33, verse 14, or verse 13. He said, Lord, show me your way, verse 13, show me thy way. Then verse 14, he said, my presence shall go with you. So, when you are close to somebody, or the person is present, you know the person's ways. And he says, and I will give you rest. That is what the sister was talking about in her testimony. Rest does not come from brother John or James. But rest comes from Jesus. No, no man can make you restful or happy, including a Christian man. Some of them, the most restless wives are wives of Christians. Yes. Why are you laughing? You know, you must you must you must know that we are we are born again, but our flesh is the same. The flesh is the same. That is why Christians make mistakes and Christians commit sins because the flesh is not changed, and the the mind is also not changed. It it changes. As time goes by, as you hear the word, your mind changes. That's why the Bible says, renew your mind or restore your soul. Your soul is your mind. And then your flesh, which is your body. You gain control over it gradually. It's like a baby. You gain control over wee-wee and poo-pooing gradually. It it doesn't happen on your birthday. Like, I'm two years old, so I'm I'm in control. No, gradually. And some children mess up more and longer. It depends. That's the same thing with Christians. Our flesh is the same. So, the mistakes are made And the flesh, especially when you are young, the Bible says, flee youthful lusts. There are some desires that are more in young people and less when you are older. So pray to be old. So that you have less of certain desires. And you must also marry when you are young, when your desires are very strong. Because God has given you some organs that are used for these desires, so you don't have to wait till you are old before you decide. I'm going to marry now. From a certain point, you should be, especially brothers. You are the ones deciding. You are the ones choosing. So you don't have to say I'll, I'll, be, I'll marry when I'm 42. You know. Brothers of a certain caliber they usually marry young. Yes. Because you know that the way your flesh is you have to marry. Yes. You need a wife. You Not know that they say but you know that you need it. Receive it in Jesus' name. Like I'm talking about the presence of God. I don't know what that what has happened to all this. Uh, yeah. I don't know I don't even know how I got into that, but maybe when I start again. So it says, My presence shall go with thee. If your presence does not go with us, don't send us from here. Then in verse 18, he said, show me your glory. So there are some words which are almost the same thing. The glory of God, the beauty of God, the presence of God, his ways, his goodness. But the next verse is that in the Lord, he said, I will show you my goodness. I'll show you my goodness. So when God wants to show you good things, the goodness of God, he shows you his presence. The anointing, what we usually call the anointing, is actually the power to work for God and to do things, which is different from the presence. So in 1 Samuel chapter 4, the the scripture we, we just read, there was a problem in town and that was that Samuel had two sons. And the sons were um, involved in so many problems. The main two problems that they were involved in was that they were sleeping with all the women in the church. And the second was that they were misusing the offerings. All right. And because of this. But actually, not really because of that, but because Eli, their father, the Bible says he did not restrain. You can see how they slept with, they lay with the women that assembled at the door of the tabernacle. All right? So they were sleeping with the the women, and then they were also misusing the offerings that were coming. This was the two problems. So when you are a pastor, you can't sleep with the girls. in the church. Are you with me? So if you want to sleep with the girls, you can't be a pastor. Amen. No, I'm just showing you what's in the Bible. And so, but the problem was that Eli, who was the senior priest The Bible says he did not restrain them. He advised them, advising. But a a time comes where you don't advise, but you also have to restrain the person. All right? So, he did not restrain them. And because of that, God promised that he was going to really punish them. And the big punishment was that, they would all die. He said that two sons would die on the same day, which is unusual. You see, it's unusual. Two, ch- two children in one day. He said, when you hear about it, your ears will tingle. You know, whenever we hear unusual things, it's supposed to make you, make you notice. All right? So, he says, two of your sons will die. You also die. And then the glory is going to go away. So that's what exactly happened. The glory of God left. So the lady, one of the women was giving birth, and she gave birth to a child and called the child Ikabod which means that the glory has gone, or the presence is no more there. Okay? Now this ark is, a, is something that is worth looking at. What is the ark? But not today. But the ark symbolized where god was so all through the um the the things that happened after the ark was taken away are you there um are very interesting because it shows you a lot about the presence of god so we see in first Samuel, i want i want us to see about I don't know how many things we can look at, but, but maybe four or five things. What happened with the, when the presence of God started to move around? Because the presence of God was the ark of God. So in First Samuel chapter 5, we see now the ark has now moved to somewhere. Let us see what's going to happen when the presence of God moves to somebody's area. 1 Samuel chapter 5, verse 1. And the Philistines captured the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. That's their town. And when the Philistines took the ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. That's not my name, but it's, 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 it's it's not a... It's a bad, that's a bad name. And when they of Ashdod rose early in the morning, behold, Dagon, Dagon was fallen on his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord. Hey! So you see that the big idol was there and it fell down. All right? And they took Dagon and set him in his place again. When they arose early on the morrow, Behold, Dagon was falling upon his face before the ark of the Lord. And then the head of Dagon, both and the palms of his hands were cut off. And only the stamp was left to him. So the idol had fallen down. Alright. And it was only left with the stamp. Therefore, verse 5, neither the priest of Dagon tread on the threshold of Dagon unto this day. The six. Now the hand of the Lord was heavy upon them of Ashdod. And he destroyed them and smote them with emeralds. Even Ashdod and the coasts thereof. And when the men of Ashdod saw that it was so... They said the ark of God and of Israel shall not abide with us for his hand is heavy sore upon us. Amen. So in First Samuel chapter 5, you see that when the presence of God moved into a temple where they were worshipping an idol, You see a reaction Hallelujah You see a reaction Amen And um, Emeralds are A type of Boils You know That they were um, Experiencing So may you not Experience emeralds In your life Amen. Amen. Because God doesn't like people who worship other gods. Amen. Amen. It means boils or tumors, which is cancer, tumors, and hemorrhoids, piles. So, bleeding from your bottom. hemorrhoids and a hemorrhoid is like a swel- a swelling of your anus that can come out. Do you understand? That's piles. These are the results of Joking with the presence of God (laughs) Tumors Cancers Even up to today Cancer is something that Is like when you hear that word You don't feel happy anymore No matter What medicine they are doing today When you hear that word You have not heard a good word You will never hear that word in your life. Can you hear me over there? Over there. Can you hear me on this side? Those people cannot hear. They can't hear this. If they cannot hear, can they move? Maybe and come under the balcony here. Can you hear? No. All of you, take your chairs and come to the back here. Move. Why should you come to church? You can't hear. They can't hear all oh, oh, that side. You can arrange them at the back under the balcony here. I think until we have uh, a better sound system, we have to arrange ourselves in a way. It's also a good problem to have. Amen. So, tumours. Can you hear on this side? May you never get cancer. And cancer was brought about by the presence of God meeting with... No, the middle, the middle. They can all sit in the middle, please. Up to the back. Come on. And very fast. Very fast, please. Please, if you can't hear, kindly move all the way to the back wall. Nobody is going out through. Can you hear now? Can you hear better? Very good. Our church will be full. Speak. Speak to the empty space over there. Say, be filled. Be filled. On this side, say, be filled. Speak to the stage. Say, be filled in Jesus name more souls are coming so get your seat early so that you'll be established in the church hallelujah you'll get married here you'll find, you'll find a husband here some people say that when you come to Light House, they will be looking for husband and wife here they will like marriage so when you come God will bless you with marriage In Jesus' name. All right. So, what is giving rise to hemorrhoids, tumors? and what do you call it? Boils, emeralds, the presence of God interacting with your idol. So, anybody who has an idol, you, you must be careful god is a very jealous god you know all through the bible even you know so many things he doesn't comment about david marrying so many women solomon marrying so many women it, you know, it's like It's almost as like he's silent But when it came to other gods That is where you see God's reaction Even in the case of Solomon He married 1,000 Ladies I mean his, 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 his wife were a church A mega church Like everybody in the church was his wife. <laughs> and, and, and God didn't say anything. Until the, some of the women made him go and serve idols. That is what God reacted to. So, you must be afraid of having another God. Yes. And something else that is too precious to you. So, you mustn't like anything too much. That's what I've learned. Don't like anything too much. And some of the things that God has scrambled in your life that are not too excellent... They are all God's assistance To you Not to like it too much Do you understand? Yes Yeah As one boy breaks your heart Another breaks your heart Another breaks your heart Your When you even see a boy say you I know I know, I know your type you are, you, are coming to break, you are coming to break my heart. You are a
0: breaker.
10: <laughs> God doesn't want anybody or anything that is very great. So great that it challenges him in any way. This is what I, I mean, even from uh, being a Christian, not even, even, from the Bible. But in the Bible, you see, look when He gave uh, Abraham the child Isaac, it was like Isaac was really so special, you know, to Abraham. So a time came, God said, you know. And Remember how I spoke to you the other day that you should leave your father's house and come and serve me. I have another mission for you. What is that? I need you to sacrifice. Isaac, your special thing. Yes so that I will be the only one because I can see that since you give it back to Isaac everything is about Isaac one day a certain brother came to see me and he said I am now the fourth most important person in the house. He said, I used to be number one when he married. I'm the fourth most important. I, said, I don't understand what you are saying. He said, we are four in the house. When we married, I was number one. Two children have come and I'm now the fourth most important person in the house brothers who are planning so hard to marry I want you to know that you may not know that you are being used to produce a child and to produce the one who is coming to displace you From your position And then you will see that Everything is about that Child who has come And it's no more about you Then you will realize Wow I've been sacrificed I've been sacrificed (laughs) May you never be sacrificed In Jesus name You know, two years ago, I was in Korea, and I saw some, I don't know what occurred to me. I called them, they were all married people. All of them had children. I don't know what came over me, I just said, supposing one person in your family has to be chosen to die. I, I called the wives. Supposing one person has to be chosen to die. You have two children, three children, your husband. Who would you nominate that you die? And they were nominating their husbands. All of them were nominating their husbands. I nominate my husband. I nominate my husband. I nominate my husband to die. Wow. 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 You may never know Limited. So I asked them, why why do you nominate him? They said, oh, because he has lived already. He has, uh, I mean, he has, he has already lived. He has experienced whatever. These ones are now coming. So to give them an opportunity. So I nominate him. Brothers, are you surprised? Very, very, very surprised. you, You don't know, you don't know your position. That is why God told Abraham that since you gave birth to Isaac, Isaac is everything. Isaac is everything to you. Every day, Isaac, every day, Isaac, every day. Since the outdooring of this child, everything is Isaac. And I don't like it. I don't like it. At first, it was me. At first, everything was God, God, God. Now it's Isaac, 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 Isaac. So God is a very strange, like. That's what I'm trying to tell you, like, you know, with everybody you work with or work for, you have to know what is important to the person. You know, because everybody is different. And you would have thought that God would be very wild about so many things. But it's like, it's, it's virtually silent. You know, one day, I, I went to a country, and there was a man who he had eight wives. And he said he was a Christian. So I said, oh, how do you say you are a Christian? And um, you have eight wives. He said, oh, from the Bible. It's all in the Bible. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, Solomon, everybody has a lot of I'm following the Bible way. <laughs> it's like God didn't even comment on it. But for idols, it's very well. So those of us who love money. And who have something very precious to us. I tell you, you should be careful of that thing. It can easily be taken away from you. Or it can easily scramble and become a nasty thing to you. Yes. So, just have God. and, And let God, God... You see, that's why when you are going to the presence of God... In The tabernacle, the first thing you meet is the sacrifice, the altar of sacrifice. Like you must sacrifice things before you see the presence of God, it's always the first. So, to see the presence of God, you know, nobody, nothing must be important. But you don't know when you are a young person, you'll be singing things. I mean, you are my all, you are my all in all. I understand like you, I'll never this. I mean, you are, I love you with all my everything, you are my. Hey. And there are many songs for this type of things A lot of songs Such as what? Huh? My African Queen And then what again? All of me wants all of you Hey I cannot say yours So From today Make sure there is no other God. And those of you who have um, actual idols, maybe when you were coming to school, your father gave you an idol to bring, or your mother or your auntie gave you a charm, or an amulet, or a chain. Do you see? Or some kind of a charm Or a little god Look You are It It is in conflict with the presence of God And it will not go well with you Today marks the end of all idols in your life In Jesus' name So the presence of God Is directly in conflict With idol idols worshiping and having of anything that is an idol and i believe that all idols in your life are deciding they cannot stay there any longer amen then in first samuel chapter 6 the second event that happened With the presence of God 1 Samuel chapter 6 verse 1 1 Samuel chapter 6 from verse 1 You see that the Bible says The the ark, that is the presence of God Was in the Philistines country for 7 months So they called for the prison They said, what should we do? They said, send it away Okay, And then verse 5 Make images of your emeralds Or your tumors And images of your mice That mar the land And give glory to God Alright So they made a new cat With two milk cows These are very big cows And then they sent it and they took the ark of the Lord and laid it on the cart. Alright, and then let's see where it goes. Verse 9. And see if it goeth by the way of his own coast to Beth Shemesh. Alright, verse 10. And the men did so. Verse 11. They laid the ark of the Lord on the cart with the images of their tumors, hemorrhoids, and boils. Alright, and the cows or the kine took the straight way to Beth Shemesh. Like you say, Bethlehem, this is Beth Shemesh. And went along the highway loing. They turned not to the left or to the right. Alright, and they went all the way. Alright, now, verse 13. They of Beth Shemesh were reaping their wheat harvest in the valley and lifted up their eyes and saw the ark and rejoiced to see it and the cat came into the field of Joshua a Beth Shemite and he stood there where there was a great stone and they offered the kind and a burnt offering are you there Verse 15. And the Levites took down the ark of the Lord and the coffer that was with it, wherein the jewels of gold were, and put on them the great stone, and they offered offerings and sacrifices. Verse 19, but something bad happened. And he smote the men of Beth Shemesh. Alright, in verse 19. He smote the men of Bethlehem God struck them. Alright. Why? 50,000 and 3 score and 10. What is that? 3 score is 70. 60 and 10. Yeah. 70. 3,070. Because um, they said who is able to stand before the Lord. Alright? And then they called for the inhabitants of whatever to come and um, look into it. Alright? Look at verse 19. He smote the men of Beth Shemesh because they had looked into the ark of the Lord. So now, these people had cancer because they had idols. And then these people had, uh, how, many th- how many died? 50,000. That's a lot of people, eh? Because they looked into the ark. You see, the ark symbolized the presence and the ark had a lid and there were things in it. So it's like people can say, let's have a look to see. And you see, there are some things you shouldn't see. It doesn't concern you. And there are things that God himself, it it concerns God. And concerns his presence, and when you trifle with god 's presence, you can easily die yes so whenever the presence of God is on somebody or with somebody, you see and then you want to be familiar with it and go close and look. In a natural way, at the natural, because it was just a box. In a natural way, at the natural contents of the box, do you see, you you can easily die. Now, how does it apply to us today? God's presence is here and God's presence is in, in his church. Anybody who trifles with the presence of God, trifles with his own life. I can tell you three people, a nation, a nation, um, a church, a pastor, be careful. Because although it looks nice, because it was just a box. The, the description of the box is in exodus twenty five how to make the box and all the things' it's just a box you are going to look at whatever so you need to be dangerous you need to be careful now when these people trifled and played with the presence of God, they had a, they had a big problem let 's take uh, israel 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 is a chosen by God, you, Nobody can change it. God, God didn't choose Ghana. He didn't choose Ghana. It, it, it would have been nice if he had chosen us. He didn't choose Nigeria. He didn't choose Togo. He didn't choose any, any of us. He didn't choose America. He didn't choose England. He didn't choose China, which has more people. He chose Israel. And they are his special people. Anybody and his presence is with them. Anybody who jokes with Israel, jokes with it to your own um, demise. You have to be careful. So, do you know that Britain, Britain, right, they used to occupy Israel. They were the last uh, military force that occupied Israel. Alright? They are the last military force that occupied Israel. And there was there was a British Empire, all of us were part of the British Empire, but after nineteen forty five, after the Second World War, they decided to turn against Israel because they said we need the oil of the Arabs to fight the war, the wars and all the things. So let's turn against and they turned against Israel. It's a major event in history that the British turned against Israel. And, the, and then the, the Israeli uh, uh, militants on the ground decided to fight Britain in, on the, in the Promised Land, and Britain ran away. Now, from then, 1945, the British Empire, you see, today we all know America because of your age. America is the powerful, but it was not, America was not a great nation then. It was England, that was the British Empire from South Africa to India, to Burma, to Kenya, to Ghana, Nigeria, Singapore, Malaysia, everywhere was the British Empire. So when you fight with Britain, you are fighting the empire. And we used to celebrate in Ghana, Empire Day. Every, every part of the empire celebrates Empire Day. Yes. (laughs) All over. India, the huge countries were all So when you fight with Britain, you are fighting an empire. And the king of England was not a king, he was an emperor. Yeah. So from the time they turned against them, 1947, they so said, We are not against you. Immediately, 1949, 47 or 49, India came out, they said, no, India and Pakistan, they, 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 they were forced to run away, and then, so the, the British governor said, okay, announcement, from here to here is Pakistan, they were dividing India into Pakistan and Hindustan, the north are Muslim and the south are Hindus, and they, they just declared it and took a ship and ran away, and then they started fighting between Pakistan and India. That was the first one. Then Kenya. And then Malaysia went. Singapore went. Then Kenya. Mau Mau tribe. They came up and started fighting in 1954. Fighting, fighting. They started shooting, killing the white people in Kenya. And they, at a point, they arrested thousands of Kenyans, including Jomo Kenyatta. Now, I'm, I'm talking about um, turning... Watching the presence of God and not, not is it like you think? Israel is not just any country. No, the most famous Jew of all is Jesus Christ. Yes, the most famous Jew ever is Jesus. So, 1954, then Ghana, 1957. We can manage. We have the right to manage or mismanage our own affairs, and we started. 1957, we're given. 1960, by 1960, 1960 to everybody, they lost, the whole England was no more an empire, it became an island, a small island, yeah, it just shrunk, yes, all the Caribbean, every, the whole world was British, it ruled over the whole world, the greatest empire ever, shrunk to what it is now, an island. Yes. So, be careful. With the church, even in Ghana, there was a time that people, people turned against the church to fight the church. That was the end of their powers. You have to be careful with the church. There are pastors I know. I can't tell you the details, but I tell you, I've seen people literally die each time they try Doing things against them, and you see the person will be there. But I seen you, if you try, if you try to trivialize, oh, so this man is just a man. This man is just a man. Don't mind him. It's this and is this and that. You you be careful because you'll be surprised what will happen to you because you look into the ark like the Beth Beth Shemesh Beth Shemites. So let's look in. It's, it's just a box. It's not just a box. It represented the presence of God and the glory of God. It's not just a box. It's not just a box. So each time you try to, to, to play around with God's servants, you, 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 you'll be serious. I know two pastors, both of them said, said, one of them said, you know, he said, he just spoke a word and the, the, the person uh, concerned just died the next day. I know another pastor who said something like that and then the, the person just died and he became so afraid. All the two pastors were afraid. They were afraid of what they said because they didn't know that the people would die. They didn't expect them to die. They, just, they were just saying something. So you must be careful with the presence of God. And nobody here should learn how to speak casually about pastors. Any church from Catholic to the last one Catholic is the first and we are the end And ministers and churches Every church is a church Even a dead church is important to God You you cannot attack a dead church Because in the Bible revelations He says I write to you because you are dead So even the dead ones he, He writes to the dead churches I write to you because you are dead So even the dead church He has something to say to the dead church Are you here or you have gone home? So that is the second Event You see With the presence of God So when we When you are dealing with the presence of God You need to be careful With idols And you need to be careful In being casual Because in these moments, you can easily die and go to heaven long before you be wearing your choir robes You see that you've arrived. Are you still around? Tell somebody, I'm going to be careful with the presence of God. Amen. Now, the next... Important event is found in 1 Samuel chapter 7. The presence of God. Verse 1. From Beth Shemesh, after 50,000 people were killed, they sent the Ark of God to a town called kejath <laughs> Kedjath Jarim. Do you know Kedjath Jarim? It's a place. So, chapter 7, and let's see what's going to happen there. And the man of Kedjath Jarim came and fetched the ark of the Lord and brought it to the house of Abinadab in the hill. And he sanctified Eliezer, his son. To keep the ark of the Lord. Verse 2. And it came to pass. Hallelujah. That while the ark of God abode in kedath Jerem, That the time was long. For it was 20 years. And the house of the Lord lamented after Israel. Hallelujah. Now, in the house of Abinadab, nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nobody died. No miracle happened. No blessing. You see, this this is God. God is a mysterious... You see, the word mystery, you see it all through the Bible. That is why you can be casual about the presence of God and die. And you can be casual about the presence of God and you will not die. And you will not know whether it is true that it causes it or it doesn't cause. You see people saying there is no God and some, they will die and you see somebody say there's no God and he's actually prosperous or you have not been around for some time (laughs) yes you see somebody paying tithes and prospering and you see another person paying tithes and nothing much is happening so that it makes you question and makes you wonder about God. But you see, let me tell you something. God is not a computer that you can press shift F to control this and then something will happen. Oh! Otherwise, we could program our computer to speak and say, oh God, hear my prayer. Oh God, hear my prayer. Say a thousand times from 8 o'clock in the morning to the evening. Press enter and then it will speak. Ah! Then our prayers will go. I learned it when I was uh, coming up in uh, scripture union. I'll fast and pray and God will move powerfully. Then another time I'll fast and pray and God will not move at all. Then I began to see that God is not moving by my fasting. But God is moving by his own power whenever he wants to move. Hallelujah. No one So in the house of Abinadab Nothing happened But when we go to the house of Obedidom Which is coming up next You see that something fantastic also happened there So I want you to understand that God is a mysterious God You'll find a man of God Who lived to be 90 years old And will be saying What a great man of God God has given him long life And has honored him because he has served God And whatever he's made Like Billy Graham He cannot even die Then you see another great man of God in the midst of his years, 36 years, is gone. So what I'm trying to tell you is that don't let any of these mysteries confuse you. Your faith is in God and not in a particular outcome or a particular way that things must be. Your faith is in God. And so you must be careful because in your case, you may die. And somebody say he may not die. Look at Aaron. Aaron who made the, 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 the calf of gold? Aaron made it. He told the people, bring all your earrings. And he made the golden calf and told the people, please worship the golden calf. When God came, he killed thousands. And Aaron was still there. He didn't kill, he didn't kill Aaron at all. And we all know that it was Aaron who organized the the idea to have a calf. And the organization and the leadership, he provided the leadership. The leadership mantle. But when it was time for dying, he didn't die. It was the people who died. Both Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses about his marriage. Only Miriam was Struck with leprosy, which is a death, a, 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 a terminal disease. But Aaron was not struck with any disease. Meanwhile, both of them murmured against Moses. Numbers 13, I think. Yes, both of them spoke. Aaron and William spoke. Both of them spoke. But Miriam was the one who got sick. So me and you may be discussing... As each word you speak is bringing, the diseases are coming, the hemorrhoids are coming, the cancers are coming, the tumors are coming, the piles are coming, and your life is going off. So be careful about the mysteries of God, be careful with the presence of God, and don't say, Oh, this one, that's a box. Oh, but this one, what, what, what is it? But it's nothing. Oh. Uh, If God was it, why would God allow them to be defeated? Be careful. Be careful. Because at the end of the day, God is alive and God is real. Amen. So, the glory of God is is mysterious. And I don't think God has any... He doesn't have any reason to uh, explain himself to, to us. Do you know, when you go this way, you get towards the sun... You meet Mercury, Venus, then you come to Earth. They took, they took off in 1977 to go and look for planets, and they found Jupiter. I mean, they had already seen it: Jupiter, Mars, Jupiter, um, Saturn. 1977. Yesterday, I was somewhere and I was preaching, I was preaching about it. Afterwards, a man came to see me, an elderly man, he said, "I am an engineer with NASA." He said, I'm surprised to find somebody in Ghana who knows about Voyager and the trip that was taken to Jupiter because I worked on the rockets. Yes, an engineer who worked there. He said, I'm so surprised to hear you speaking. I never, and I, I, I didn't know anybody here. And he told me that it's amazing that in spite of all the things that white people are discovering, they say that there is no God. It came about by an explosion. And he told me that, he as an engineer, he doesn't, he put a screw here for a reason. How much more, the way the whole world is arranged in a way, and you say that, it just came by an explosion. Amazing. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, God is, and I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, Galileo saw Jupiter in the sky in the 15th century. They've been looking at these dots in the sky for years It's 1977 when they were able to take a rocket there And film and they saw the thing in its glory So it's like God, all this time Human beings have been known And he doesn't care that you have been seen And you don't fear him He doesn't mind Isn't it amazing? Yeah so when the act of God was in Abinadab's house It's like it doesn't care You think there's no God it's, There's no power It's nothing No problem Be there You may discover But you may, you, it may be Unfortunately it may, You may be the Miriam Who will get the leprosy And your brother who is t- talking about you May be the Aaron Who for one reason or another God has some other plans for him You will not die by chance In Jesus name Hallelujah. Now, the next person to relate with the presence of God was David. 2 Samuel chapter 6. All the way in 2 Samuel, they forgot about this act. Amen. And again, David gathered together all the chosen men of Israel. 2 Samuel 6, verse 1. And went. Are you listening? and went with him to bring the ark verse 3 and they set the ark of God upon a new cat and brought it out of the house of Abinadab when nothing happened you remember Abinadab, nothing happened in Abinadab's house verse 4 and they brought it out of the house of Abinadab accompanying the ark of God and David and all the house of Israel played before the Lord on all manner of instruments Made of fair wood on harps Sultrys, timbrels, cornets and cymbals And when they came to Nacon's Threshing floor Uzzah put forth his hand to the Ark of God And took hold of it For the oxen shook it The oxen were shaking that It was going to fall And Uzzah went and held the Ark Hey! Box! Don't fall down And the anger of the Lord Was kindled against Uzzah And God smote him there for his arrow And there he died by the ark And David was displeased Because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah And called the name of the place Perez Uzzah And David was afraid of the Lord And said how shall the ark of God come to me (laughs) So there was another accident on the way trying to bring this presence nearer. Do you see? Now like, you see, sometimes when we come and the act of God is that they say, hey! Huh? You see people walk around when the presence of God is. They don't even know what to be doing. When we are having church, some people are making communion. Some people are outside talking, chatting, ashes are moving around. People talking all over the place, and we don't respect the presence of God. And it's like, you know, it's hey, hold it, hold it, hold it. Okay, all of you, can, you see. And people are not conscious of God's presence because the presence of God is here. It's very distressing to be there and see that you are with people who don't know that God God is present. God is present. If God was not here, we could not be here. If God was not with us, we cannot be here. It's, it is a miracle that we are here. All of you, no, nobody, nobody paid you to come. Did anybody pay you to come to church? You have come by yourself. You come your own free will. It's what you have decided to do. A lot of people are casual. And don't understand what they are doing. Hey! Tell it, catch the box. Catch the box. It's not a box. It's not a box. So ashes, workers, you know, prayer is going on. People are walking around, chatting outside, eating kebab, doing all kinds of things. It's like the Lord struck Uzzah. And then what, what, what happened? The Bible says, and David feared the Lord. You see, that means that he didn't... Although he was rejoicing, there must also be some fear. If if you don't know how to both fear and play, don't come near a man of God. I'll say it again. If you don't know how to both fear and play, don't come near a man of God. Because you'll be surprised that your play... Too much play may cost you something. Where, where, I'm, I'm talking about where the presence of God is. There are some people, the presence of God is not with them. But if the presence of God is there, if you don't, don't, don't joke. Now, I want to say also, those who are married to men of God, sometimes you hear them say, look, no one can tell you what I can tell you. Or children of men of God, Children of pastors, you, you see, so you sometimes some of you see your father struggling to pay your school fees and look after you. You don't know that God is with him, and maybe God is far more pleased with him than a rich man whom you are admiring, who you say, this, this, "Look at the, how this man. This one came to school. He has a nice phone. He has this. He has this. He has that, and whatever." You don't know how maybe God really loves your father. As he is trying to serve God, and maybe he doesn't have too much of anything, but he's a, he's a servant of God. He's a God lover. You don't know. And sometimes you are children, and you, you rather, you just be even striking your, 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 <laughs> striking the box from the side. Look, every man of God, and every priest, and every pastor. Or Every box, every ark is just also a box made of shitting wood. It's it's just wood. That's also what it is, but that's the glory. If you can't relate with it, you should be you should be you should be careful. Oh David was shocked. So I thought we were just playing. I thought we were just playing. Play, but know what you are doing. Otherwise you'll you, be surprised. Do you know why Benihin perhaps is the only person who received such a miracle anointing from Catherine Kuman? Although Catherine Kuman was American, he is Palestinian, he's an Arab, he speaks Arabic. Because when they were at the service, he tells a story. And, and, and other Americans challenged him and said, "But we were there; we didn't see all that." And he said, "Look, whilst he was sitting there with Catherine Kuman, he was attentive. His eye was on. He was he was amazed by the woman, amazed by the power, amazed by the power. all the Americans. You don't hear of any American walking in that healing. Which American have you heard of walking in that? She was there with them. None of them received anything. If you don't know how to both play and also fear, you are too close." And it's not going to help you. Yes. You must play like David was playing, but you must also fear. Otherwise, you miss the greatness of what the presence of God can do. And that was the great lesson of Uzzah. So as you are here, don't take it casually. Even as you come here, know that you'll be blessed. Yes. There are times I've been... For Crusades there are people who just want to walk on the stage. let me come and walk on the stage. There are people who come and pray they want to pray on the stage or pray by the stage all night. they say whatever is here, we want it I've seen people giving testimony at Bishop or the post church as soon as they give the testimony they lie down on the stage and roll on the stage that whatever is here i'm Taking some of it and rolling it into my life. Yes. It's not that they they don't sing praises. They also sing praises. They also sing praises. They also clap and they also play. But they also fear. That's the difference. Sing, play, fear. Sing, play, clap, laugh, dance, but fear. That's, That's how the presence of God is. If you, if you joke with the reality of God's presence, you, you, will, you will be surprised. You will think that, oh, this is just Israel. <laughs> oh, we need oil. Do you know why? Do you know? Look, my, my father-in-law, he went... You see, they, they, my father-in-law, a Ghanaian, when Britain declared war on England, uh, Britain declared war on Germany, Japan, they took so just Millions of soldiers from India, Ghana, like my father in law was one of the soldiers. They were conscripted from here straight to India. He went to fight in Burma. Yes. Lot of Ghanaians went to fight because we are part of the empire. We celebrate Empire Day. It was a big country. The whole world was England. <laughs> it's, it's, you, you cannot get any Ghanaian soldier. To go and fight somewhere for Britain. What is Britain? Oh, we, we are also a country. We are a country, I'm a country. We can manage or mismanage our own affairs. You will not be divided in Jesus' name. Tell your neighbor, play, clap, sing, but fear. Amen. Amen. So we have seen What have you seen? The first person was who? The presence of God. Who was that? (laughs) Check, check your name. I gave you, I'm giving you. Dagon. In Ashdod. The presence of God versus Dagon. God said, I don't like idols. The second one was who? Bet ah? Beth Shemesh. What happened there? 50,000 people died because they were looking into the thing. Looking at the natural contents. The next person was who? Kejah Jeran. What happened there? Nothing happened. Trust God for mysteries. 20 years nothing happened nothing spectacular happened look let's take the names again in case you didn't write the notes number 1 asdot asdot what happened there their the god died and they all had cancer tumors piles hemorrhoids number 2 beth shemesh there they looked into the ark and they had 57,000 people died The next place was what? Keja Jarem That's what happened Nothing happened The next one was where? Uza. Have we done Abinadab? Abinadab was at Kerat Jarem Yes You see we are doing Bible study Why did you come to church? Is it not the Bible that you came to? Yeah. Hey! Now Uzzah has brought a whole problem. And let's see what is next. Who is coming next to try his luck with the presence of God? Huh? The next person is Obedidom. (laughs) Obedidom verse 10. 2 Samuel 6 verse 10. So David would not move the ark. After Uzzah died, David would not remove the ark of the Lord with him to the city of David, but carried it aside into the house of Obedidom. The Gittites. I think he was not a proper Israeli, so he didn't know what was coming to his house. (laughs) And the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obedidom the Gittites. Three months and the Lord blessed Obedidom and all his household. Hallelujah. Hey. And it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obedidom and all that pertained to him because of the act of God. So David went and brought the act. When he heard that, The the presence of God was bringing prosperity. He said, Charlie, I need the presence of God in my life. You are going to see the presence of God in your life. And the the presence of God is going to give you prosperity and blessings in your life. Yes. The presence of God brings a whole lot of blessings. It took only three months of the presence of God. Three months In the next three months I declare there is a change in your situation Take out a piece of paper right now Take out a piece of paper I want you to be writing down some of these prayers The presence of God in your life In the next three months Is going to solve your greatest Prayer topic that you've been praying about In the name of Jesus Christ. Wow. The presence of God. Presence of God. What is your greatest prayer topic? Write it down. You can write it on your phone. You can write it in your book if you still use pens. Whatever, three things in three months. Number one, your first greatest topic. Number two, your second greatest prayer topic. And number three, your third greatest prayer topic. Through the presence of God in the next three months, you will see a change that you you yourself will say that it's only a miracle that has brought about this change. The Lord blessed the house of Obedidom. And all that pertaineth unto him. Those in the house were blessed. His cars were blessed. His business was blessed. His family was blessed. All that pertaineth unto him. Whatever concerns you, three things that concern you, as you write it down today, you are declaring your faith. In the next three months, we are in, are we in September? Today is when is September? September. Today is September. Tomorrow is September. Two days. Three days. Some days. September, October, November. That's why December will be a nice month for you. I said that is why December will be a nice month for you. The prophecy you believe is the one that is going to happen practically in your life. Believe in the prophecy by the presence of God in your life. God is changing everything concerning you. Amen. In three months. In three months. I said in three months. Someone said, can everybody's life change in three months? Don't speak like the man who didn't receive the prophecy. Speak and say, I believe. In three months, your life is changed forever in the name of Jesus. In three months, your life is changed forever in the name of Jesus. In three months, your life is changed forever in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. As for David, he didn't joke with the presence. He said, I'm going to get it myself. Amen. And he went and brought the ark of God beautifully. Look at verse 13. When they went six paces, he sacrificed. That's why I said, play, dance and sing, but fear. The first time it was just play, 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 play. But this time, play dance, sing, and Charlie, let's sacrifice fear. The first time when David was taken, it was play, play, but this time six steps, then a cow must die. Six steps, a goat must die. And he danced before the Lord. Tell somebody, play, Play. rejoice, be happy, In the house of God. But you must also fear. Amen. Now David was dancing. eh, With all his might. And he was wearing this towel. Verse 16. As the ark of the Lord came. You see the last thing the ark of the Lord is about to do before we close today. It's an unfortunate, another unfortunate something. As the Ark of the Lord came to the city, Michal, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing. And she despised him in her heart. Don't despise somebody who fears the presence of God. Don't despise. Don't look. She looked down on. and said, I mean, look at this. How can you you do that? And they brought it in. And David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. Amen. Verse 19. And he dealt among the people. He gave them a cake of bread, meat, wine. And everybody was happy. But his wife. Verse 20. Then David returned to bless his household. And Michal daughter of Saul came and said how glorious was the king of Israel today who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaidens of his servants as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself you see when you use such words on God's servants vain fellows shamelessly uncover yourself you must be careful amen and he said, It was before the Lord which chose me before thy father. I will now become wilder and more base. Wow. More base. Uh, what, what you are despised, I will do it more. Therefore, Michal, the daughter of Saul, had no child. Amen. And now, and until the day of it. I and mean, he didn't sleep with her again. When he was choosing wife, he asked. yesterday was Rose. The day before was Michal. Thursday was who? Abigail. The next one was who? Rachel. Mentioned, And then they would say, oh, it's uh, Mikhail's turn. No, 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 no. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. She's really looking, I know, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear. When you despise the presence of God, you may be very pretty. But, you see, the Bible says, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. So, you may put on all the lipstick and be the most beautiful. But when the boy sees you, God will turn his heart and say, no, 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 no. God will tell, believe you me, it's not the most beautiful who get married. Haven't you heard me saying it before? Yes. Yes. It's not the most beautiful. Most beautiful are, are there by the presence of the Lord. Don't despise what God loves. Don't despise what God has chosen. Value what God values like what god likes don't say a different word god says nice you say ugly god says i love this is a man after god's own heart look at what she's saying about it vile man shamelessly whatever this that and that wow 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 when god loves so winning you 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 love something else When God loves sheep and souls, you love something else. Love what God loves. If God loved David and honored him, she should have also loved him and honored him. And she would have been okay. Some of you, you go and work at a place. You see your boss likes this and you choose to like a different thing. Sometimes I don't understand how people think. If you see um, the boss likes this person or works with this person Then you've chosen that that's the person you don't like Do you think you'll ever prosper? The boss has chosen this one And you say, I don't like that one Hey What is in your head? Porridge What is in your head? Porridge Yes. Let me tell you something. Everybody, wherever you go and work, look carefully. There are people who have favor, they are chosen, they are liked. Decide to like what is liked and not be against a, sit in your corner and say, Oh, don't mind them. They just whatever. That's why you not go up. You not go up. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you are uh, chosen to be a vice presidential candidate, and those who befriended the vice president who had been chosen, they were clever that, oh, this man has been chosen as the vice president, so let me make him my friend. Then suddenly the person became president. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and it looked, like you, it looked like you made friends with the right person. And some people were rather against the person. Now the person has become the person who was chosen. You see, you don't fight chosen people. You join and like the chosen ones. For It, it, it shows that upstairs there's something more than porridge. You don't be against David when God is on David's side. will not work out. Turn to Ephesians chapter 5. As we end, we have to ask ourselves what can we do to bring the presence of God even more in our lives? I want to show you one key as we close. I don't need to close, I can go on to five. Yes. Ephesians chapter five, verse eighteen. look, be not drunk with wine. You see, when you drink wine and you are drunk, uh, you can't see the wine, it is in your stomach, but it's having an effect on you. That's why wine is considered as a good comparison, if you like, or analogy with the presence of God. So that's why I said, don't be drunk, rather be filled. Because he wasn't talking about Drinking or such problems. He was talking about something else. Then he said, don't be drunk, but be filled with the Spirit. Okay? Be filled with the Spirit. How? 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 Look at it. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and spiritual and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody. In your hearts to the Lord. Hallelujah. That is why a song must first of all speak. Otherwise it's not a good song. Look at it. Speaking to yourself in the psalm, in the hymn, and in the spiritual song. The song must always speak. So when there is a song and you cannot hear the words. And the words are not clear. And the message is not clear. Its power to make you filled with the Spirit is smaller. Because being filled depends on a song which speaks. So you will notice, those of you who have been downloading IDES music or playing it on the internet, you will notice that the songs, the first thing you notice about the songs is that they speak. Yes. That's what our sister was telling us about uh, her experience. She mentioned the song. Many people have spoken to, I've seen either singing these songs and people collapsing in church. Yes. Because the song is talking. Yes. That's how to be filled. You notice that you feel something like, like how wine has an effect. The song is making you, uh, you, have a, you have a feeling. It's like wine. So, one of the things to bring the presence of God, even in a church, that's why people move a lot more into praise and worship, or worship. Remember Frank is praying and leading a bit of songs, you you can sense more of a presence because it's clearer what is happening. Fewer words and more clear what we are doing. So you sense more, that thing that you feel is called the presence and it is Real. And that thing you feel—that—that that, that true. When you are in a room, it puts on certain music. I mean, sometimes I don't see how people can pray without playing certain music or sometimes preaching. You know, I don't know how you are able to stay in quiet. One of the most difficult places to pray is the beach, be- because you can't hear your—you can't hear your words. The sea is so loud. It's, it's, it's very. You try it, and see. You—it's oh, like you are deaf and dumb. Don't hear any even a word. Presence. Speak to yourselves. Sounds, hymns, spiritual songs. Get spiritual songs. Worship leaders with real worship music. You be filled with the Spirit, and you you see that some of your sins, you see that they calm down, goes down. You realize that you are in church now Some of your problems are not coming They are waiting for after church (laughs) Is it not true How many realize that some of the things are waiting for you after church They are waiting for you after church They will all come Because the environment here is different It's different From the environment In your room where you haven't learned to control the environment with proper preaching, music, and songs that speak. That's why my favorite uh, singer was Andrew Crouch. His songs speak. His song is not just a song. His songs, We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. The song they sang today is uh, Andrew Crouch and many songs soon and very soon we are going to see the king soon and very soon we are going to see the king that's Andrew Crouch no more crying there we are going it's talking the song is talking I remember one time at a cemetery we buried somebody's wife and as we were standing there in America by the graveside, I was saying Lord what shall I do now what shall I do now and I said, Lord, give me a song. And immediately came no more crying there. We are going to see the king. No more sorrow there. We I was standing by, the, I remember the green grass on that lawn. Lord, tell me what to say, what to do now. Everybody was sad. But there's a song that speaks, and you are filled with the spirit and encouraged by the presence of God at that moment. Hallelujah. Yes. Speaking to yourself. Sometimes you have to speak to yourself because nobody can speak to you as, like nobody even cares about what you are experiencing. Or nobody even knows what you are experiencing. And you need to speak to yourself. In psalms, and hymns, and spiritual songs. It's real. Those type of feelings that you feel, is real. It's the spirit of God. Is God's blessing and presence. So it says, Be filled with the Spirit. Don't be drunk. Forget about wine. For feelings and for presence, forget about wine. Speaking. That's why a lot of Christian music, where well, you can't hear what they are saying. Now, that's why Charles Wesley, the Methodist, they, they, they say, You can change whatever. Do not change the words. That's why they sing it in the old English today. It's not allowed to change the words. It's not allowed to change the words. They're not allowed to change the word or modernize it or improve it. It's like Shakespeare. They they act it in the old language. Because the words are the power. My words are spirit and life. Wow. Be not drunk with wine. Verse 20. Giving thanks. Those who give thanks are filled with the Spirit. Those who grumble are filled with demons. The Israelites grumbled and they were filled with demons of sickness, disease and death. And they all died there. Always be saying thank you, thank you Jesus. Thank you. Be grateful. You ever, have you ever met some, an ungrateful person? Have you ever met a wicked person? Somebody who doesn't remember? Somebody who is not grateful? All those people, they are all filled with Demons. When you meet people who are grateful, so thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing us. Thank you for when you see somebody complaining. Ah, why is it that? Why do we don't we? We don't have this. Why don't we have it? Why we all, all? You see, you see that evil spirits are multiplying. So the presence of evil is multiplied by complaining, and the presence of the Holy Spirit is multiplied by giving thanks. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> giving thanks always for all things. To the Father. Verse 21. This is how to be filled with the Spirit. Submission. Submission. When you meet a humble person, there's a holy presence there. When you're very proud. Satan is in the presence of the proud. He's the king of the pride. Job. He's the king of all who are proud. Satan. So be filled with the Spirit from today. And this presence is going with you. Everybody must have podcasts, must have music because they are using all these things for bad things. You better use it for good things. Multiply. I learned years ago something called atmosphere creator. Take it with you. Create the environment. Without it, it's different. Your life is going higher. You'll be giving the testimony of Obedidom. 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 At least you remember Obedidom's name, isn't it? If you don't remember any of all these guys who had accidents and whatever, but Obedidon. The Lord blessed Obedidon. And all his house. The Lord will bless you and all your house in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet, everybody, and give the Lord a shout of praise. Lift your hands.
9: I just wanna be where you
0: are,
10: dwelling
9: daily in your presence.
10: I just wanna be where you are.
9: I don't wanna worship from afar.
10: Draw me near. Draw, Draw me near, near to where you, where you are. are. Let's sing it again. I just wanna be where you are. I, I just,
0: just wanna, wanna be where
9: you
10: are. Are.
9: dwelling daily in your presence I don't wanna I
0: worship want to from my
10: love me me to where you are I just wanna be I wanna,
0: I wanna be, be where, where you are, you are. Dwelling in your presence. Feasting at your table. Feasting at, at your table. table. Surrounded by your glories, by your glory. In your presence. In your presence. That's where I always want to be. That's where, where I always want, want to be. I just want to be, Lord. I just want to be. I just wanna be where you are I Come just on. wanna be where you are I just wanna be where you are Jesus In your dwelling place forever Take me to the place Take me to the place where you are I just want to be with you Lord I, I just, just want, want to be with you I wanna be where you are I wanna I be where you are, you are where He is? Dwelling in your presence. Do you want to feast at His table? Feasting at your table. Surrounded by Your glory. Surrounded by Your glory. In Your presence. In Your presence. That's where I always want to be. I just want to be Lord. I just want to be
10: your hands, ask God for his presence forsake every idol every casual attitude every fearlessness of the presence of God, when God is here, when God is with us when God is moving, forsake all attitudes of familiarity all playing, all fooling, all lack of fear and fear the presence of God,
0: I just want to be where you are Lord I wanna be, I wanna wanna be, I wanna be be where You are. I wanna be Lord, dwelling in Your presence, feasting at Your table. table, surrounded, surrounded by the glory in Your presence. Wanna be. I just, just
10: want,
0: want to be. I just want to be. With you.
10: Lay your hands on your head, Father. Thank you for your presence that is going with everyone here. Fill us with your mighty spirit. We shall never be the same again. Let your presence drive away all locusts and evil powers that lift themselves up against your children and against your will. Thank you for your great blessing of your presence. Lift your hands and thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Receive the presence of God right now. Receive the grace of God right now. Receive the love of God right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you are not well in any part of your body, just put your hand. I want to pray for miracles right now. Father, thank you for healing in our lives. From every ailment, every curse, every pain, every disease. Receive healing by the power of the Holy Spirit right now in your life. In Jesus' mighty name. Right now. Whatever three things you you prayed for, hold it in your hand. Hold it in your hand. There's a miracle happening right now. Father, we hold these three things. Whatever it is, we ask that there be a breakthrough in our lives. In three months, let there be answers for three things. We beg you, Father, we cry, we ask in the name of Jesus. By the manifest presence of your spirit your power, let these three things be manifested practically in our lives. We thank you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Close your eyes for a moment. One moment. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. If you are here today, you are not a born-again Christian. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Pastor. Pray with me. I would like to give my life to God. If you are here like that, you want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you like to give your life to Jesus today. Not that um, you have not been to church before, but today you want to commit your life to God. You want to say, Jesus, I want to take you seriously. I want your presence in my life. I want to serve you. I want to follow you. I want to obey you. I want to be born again from today. Jesus, help me. If you are here like that, you want me to pray with you, then lift up your right hand very quickly. Your right hand up high. God bless you. Lift it up high. I want to give my life to Jesus today. You want to give your life to God this morning. Pastor, pray with me. Then lift your hand. God bless you. God bless you. I see all your hands lifted up high. Maybe somebody invited you, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you are a Christian, but not a serious Christian. But today you want to be a serious Christian. You are Christian, but not a serious Christian. Also lift your right hand up high. You are Christian, but not serious. But today you want to be a serious Christian. If you've lifted your hand, come to me. Come to the front now. Come here. I want to pray with you. Just come. You'll go back just now, but come to the front. Come and stand here. Let me pray with you. God bless you. Come on. Let him have
9: I'm a
10: Christian but not a good Christian But I want to be a good Christian I'm a Christian but not a serious Christian
0: Give him your life Give him your your life
10: Lift your hands. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Today, I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life from today i am a serious christian i will serve god i will follow jesus i belong to god i belong to jesus christ thank you lord for saving me from today i'm a child of god no turning back i am following jesus thank you lord in jesus name Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Now, all of you who came, I'm giving you one of my books. Very quickly, please. It takes too long. Too long. Come to the front and distribute the books. One second. Now, all of you, I'm giving you one of these books. When we close, please, you see this side over there. Come there as soon as we close. And we are going to pray with you and show you something. But your life is changing from today. Amen. Amen. God bless you. How many of you were at the crusade yesterday? You are from the crusade yesterday, yes. Were you the one with the crutches? Wow. That's a blessing. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for all these wonderful souls that are saved today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seat. As soon as we close, come to the side here. And it's time for us to receive communion, amen communion communion, communion you may be seated Now we are going to receive communion. Please, what a blessing it is. Hallelujah! Have you got your bread and your wine? Not yet. How many are going to seek the presence of God in your life? What a blessing. The presence of Jesus in your life is confirmed by the communion. God is going to heal you. It says that every time you do eat this bread and drink drink this wine, you do show the Lord's death. You manifest the Lord's death. So there is a manifestation of what Jesus represents and what he did for us on the cross. You do show the Lord's death. You do show or manifest So right now it's like as if Jesus cross is here and you can see his bloody body on the cross for your sins, my sins, for your mistakes, my mistakes, for your wickedness, for my wickedness and all your diseases is here, standing here, not standing on the cross so he says, every time you eat this bread and drink this blood, you show. When he says show, it means you will see it in a way you don't normally see. It because we are all here, we, we know about Jesus dying. But when you eat the bread and you drink the blood, you show something that is now manifest. And that is why miracles happen during communion. And a miracle is happening in your life today. As you take this communion. Any one who came here being molested by an evil spirit. That evil spirit cannot continue molesting you after today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Stand up everybody. Go. We
0: are and our lives have
9: just begun in the spirits
0: we are young Sons of God Hear his holy word Gather The table of the Lord Eat his body Drink his blood And sing a song of love Hallelujah,
10: hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah Lift up the bread Father As we take this bread. We are grateful. We are healed. We are healed. We lift up the cross. We lift up the body. Of Jesus. We lift up the blood. We lift up this great salvation. That has appeared to us. And we stamp on the enemy. And we declare every curse. And every horn lifted up against your Anointed is cursed and broken today. In Jesus name. Thank you for the blessedness of your power, of your spirit, and of this broken body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. And now the blood. Whatever sin, whatever mistake, from the highest to the lowest, by this blood, I declare your sins are washed away. When I see the blood, I will pass over. Whatever punishment is coming your way, you are escaping because of this blood. May all your mistakes be overlooked. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ The blood of Jesus For healing For blessing Your children with super intelligence Thank you for wisdom To make it And to do well In this life Thank you for overcoming power Because of the presence of God Receive the blessings of obedience. Receive the blessings of Obedidom. Receive the blessings of Obedidom. Receive the blessings of Obedidom. In the name of Jesus. May your house be blessed.
0: And all that pertaineth to your house be blessed in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah.
10: You may be seated.
3: We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Daikuid Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.
0: Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins.
9: Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to ya.
0: 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead
8: to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on
0: a sour note. It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six episode event, tonight at 87 Central on ABC